Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Counterculture in this series, counterculture, counterculture. There are certain things that happen culturally that just don't line up with the word, but we just live by it subconsciously and we experience friction, turbulence, or confusion or unnecessary irritation in our lives. Action neighbor, what do you live by? You got to have something that you live by. You got to have something that humbles you. You got to have something that aligns you. People don't listen to their parents, so they don't live by authority. You don't listen to your teachers. You're not not fearful of cops or authority. And I don't mean fearful like for your life. I mean respect. So if there's nothing that you fear or respect, then you have no boundaries. And that's the reason for the turbulence and chaos in your lives. Boundaries protect. If there was a hurricane and you have no windows, there you go. You can finish that story for yourself. So boundaries not only keep you from going too far, but it keeps things from getting to you. Look at your neighbor and say, I need boundaries. Yeah, not so much so I can't. It's not like a leash so much. It's more so giving the enemy limits. Everything should not be in your heart, in your mind, on your, in your spirit. Everything shouldn't just be allowed in. Are y'all with me so far? Yeah, so we need boundaries. We were always presented with boundaries from a negative standpoint or from a dogmatic legalistic standpoint in old school church. Don't do that. You're going to hell. Don't. Maybe you didn't come up like that. I did. Very legalistic. Very. And that's why a lot of people, they say, don't like the church. You know, whoever doesn't like the church, it's the dogmatic legalism side of it. It's not so much that we're saying the wrong things, but we could be saying it the wrong way. Tell somebody, ways matter. That's a simple word for culture. Culture means ways. A way of thinking, a way of behaving, a way of speaking, a way of responding, a way of communicating. Hip-hop culture. Yo, what's up? You good? Yeah, I'm good. Cool. You chilling? What you about to do? Man, I'm about to, I don't know. I'm about to. That's hip-hop culture. That's the way they communicate. Okay? Y'all didn't get that one. I'm trying to think of another culture now. I don't know. Suburbs culture. Let's go to Starbucks. I don't know. I'm trying to find you. Where are you at this morning? It's culture. It's a way. It's a, it's a way of living. Uh, 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 uh. It's, it's a look. Some businesses will not hire you if you got tattooed. Okay. If you look a certain way because they don't want that culture in their establishment. Everybody at Chick-fil-A has a kind, they got to be kind-hearted. That's the culture of Chick-fil-A. I'm going to get an endorsement one of these days, y'all. I talk about Chick-fil-A every service. (laughs) Jesus and Chick-fil-A is my two themes every week. (laughs) But their culture is kindness. They have a culture of kindness. They have a culture that makes you want to come back. So they don't have people that reflect the hood culture. I didn't say they don't have no hood people there. They don't have people that reflect the hood. What's up? What you like to order? Okay, I'll take some fries. All right, cool. You want some barbecue sauce with that? Or what's up? You want some Polynesian? They don't talk like that. 
because they're establishing culture. Mm, 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 mm. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Your culture could limit you. The way we think, behave, and communicate could be our limitations. Whether it's too high or too low. We know too low don't get in. Yo, what's up? Oh, he's hood. He's, he's gangster. Keep him out of here. We know too low. But you could be so high that you can't communicate. Okay? To the hood. So what good are you if you're too high that we can't touch you down low? So when you're in the kingdom of God, you have to have kingdom culture. Where you become all things to all men that I might win some. If there's anybody you cannot communicate to, I, I, I wonder what culture you're functioning from. There was nobody Jesus could not communicate to, whether they liked it or agreed or not. He knew how, he came down to human level. What level are you willing to come down to? Now we know the low has to come up. Come on, y'all. Stop cussing every other word. Stop being irritated just because you dropped the, the, the vinegar on the way to the table with the salad. Like, stop. Stop. We know the low got to come up. We got that. But the high need to learn to come down. If Jesus, who is God in flesh, came down to get us, who are you not to come down? Okay. But love and compassion will draw you down. Ooh, you don't suck your teeth and just... Leave your, your kids in a stick. That's a low level. They don't understand that. Listen, it's because, listen, no, listen, because it's something so simple and stupid. Like, let go of the, the hot iron. Stop crying. Ah, ah, ah. It's so stupid to us and low, but because we're compassionate and we know that they're ignorant about something and we love them, we come down to that. Listen, Bobby. Okay. So you can come down for your child, but not a child of God. Come on. Don't be so low that you're shut out, and don't be so high that you can't help. Ask your neighbor, who can you help? Now ask the same one, now who are you willing to help? Because if you're only willing to help your kind, that's not the spirit of God. If you're only willing to help your race, if you're only willing to help people who are like you, if you're only willing to help people who've been through, no, no, that's not Christ. Because he didn't, oh my gosh, nobody was like him when he came. So compassion and love, the love of God draws you to humility or excellence. Whatever end you're on, you have to come to this even balance. You got to come to the balance. Now, we're all born in sin. Check. Got it. We talked about that when we started counterculture. We're all born in sin. So your enemy is not sin against God. The reason why we're separated from God now is not because sin made us do it. It's our flesh. We learned that. Y'all remember that? Okay. We have to learn to, what's the word, y'all? Subdue. All five of y'all. Subdue. <laughs> I hate when my, my, my grandma used to be the pastor. I think I said this before. And she would say such open-ended 
questions that the answer could have been anything. But we were always wrong. You can't do that like you want because the Bible says what? I just started from the top. In the beginning, God created the heaven and earth. I just started from the top. <laughs> I just did that to you guys. That's why I'm laughing. But you have to learn to the word is subdue. When he made Adam and Eve, he said subdue the earth. Subdue. Subdue means to keep cut, basically. To, 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 to keep under. To keep under. Because things that happen, the nature, nature has the tendency to grow what? Out of control. So if you don't cut your grass this week and next week and the week after, you will be living in a forest. <laughs> Period. If you don't subdue your lawn, subdue your hair, you will be coming to church like this because there will be burning bushes under your arm. Burning. Like, who is that walking in with two headlocks? No, this is somebody with, who didn't subdue their underarm hair. You don't just let that grow because it's natural. Come on, y'all. You don't just let it be because it's natural. And what no, you get, them mani you get them cuticles cut. You got a you got a French you got a manicure and a pedicure. You cut your nails. You don't just let that grow as it wants to. So you shouldn't let your desires do that either. Yeah, I'm talking. You shouldn't let your cravings do that either. Your cravings can go out of bounds. Cut it. Some people don't want to leave if their eyelashes ain't cut nice or their nails ain't. I can't go nowhere with my nails like this. You don't want to even be in public without subduing your nails. But our cravings can be on fire just everywhere and we won't subdue that. Just because it's natural, I could just freely. No, you can't freely. Or you shouldn't freely. It's dysfunctional. Look at your neighbor and say, cut it, cut it. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> Sorry. On Pentecost Sunday, Ty, really? Oh, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Hold, somebody say, Holy Ghost. Say it again, please, for me, Holy Ghost. I need him. So, we have to understand that as believers, we have to subdue and we have to continue to do it. It's not a one-time cutting. I cut Billy, but what drew you to Billy is still going to rise again. You feel what I'm saying? So I cut that thing, but what drew me to that thing is still... It could grow again. And when it grows again, we feel like, it's me. I can't beat it. It must be who I am. I must have been born like that. I got prayer. I spit. I, 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 I rolled around. I ran around the church. I did all that. Nothing happened. I was good for a week, but it came back. Subdue. It don't mean it's your new identity just because it's too stubborn to leave. Every demonic spirit is stubborn. 
No spirit wants to freely leave your life. They're subtle and stubborn. You don't even realize it's them. Right? So spirits intertwine with your nature so much that you don't know what's you or spirit. You don't know if you've got an attitude or if you have a mean spirit creeping. You understand what I'm saying? Or an angry spirit. It's a difference. But the word, I'm trying not to go too far, spread it too vast. The word, the Bible says, separate bone and marrow. You need the word to know what's you and what's not. Uh, ain't that a good point? So we're, we're, we're trying to go counterculture. First, I got to subdue me. Before I, before I recognize what's against God outside of me, like the things I'm engaged in traditionally or culturally outside of me, before I recognize that and kind of stand against it, I need to recognize what's counter him inside of me and subdue that because that's drawing me to all the outside. Oh, man. I, I, I know. I'm glad y'all shouted and danced and did all of that before. <laughs> so in subduing, we talked about cutting, you know, cutting the flesh or cutting the desires and cutting the, the, the appetites and the cravings. We got to cut that, y'all. Even the children of Israel in the Bible. Y'all look so beautiful. I can't, I, I'm just so amazed up here like, <gasps> but I'm like, I got to teach, but I'm like, oh, this is so beautiful. Not how many is here, but who, you, you all. Who's here? Who's here? You're beautiful. Sorry. I love y'all. Give you a big hug. Ah! Thank you, my love. In subduing and in cutting things, you now have to budget your exposure. I tried to say it as nice as I could. You know, old school church. You got to cut that mess that you're watching at home. That's old school. Them friends that don't mean you no good, cut them. God wants to do something. That's all. I'm trying not to. See, y'all like that. Like that's, that's, the, that's the pastor I need. I need you to go off. Go off, pastor. Go off. No, I'm not going off. I'm going to teach peacefully. And you're going to get it. <laughs> we don't respect leaders unless they got an attitude. <laughs> you got to come. I don't know why Peter's just mad, like, okay. I was scared into the Holy Ghost. I don't know about y'all. I had to get him again because the first time was out of fear of the leader. You have to change your exposure. You got to budget your exposure. Wow, what am I open to? What am I open to? Yeah, I, I don't just have access to the World Wide Web. But the World Wide Web has access to my spirit. What am I letting in? It's not one time, it's a buildup. It's consistent practice that makes this mold in our heart. Or this cancer in our spirit. Over time, anytime you got cancer or diabetes, they tell you change your diet. Uh oh. Ain't that good? Because it's a practice that you have been building up over time that has caused this dysfunction. So you got to go back, retract, and uproot. Nobody ate diabetes. We ate cake. Okay. So the enemy wraps up your demise in what you like. 
I'm trying to help you. He wraps up your destruction in the burrito of pleasures. Y'all quiet for some reason. He wraps up what will destroy you in the thing we love the most. That's why God is like, yo, stop killing yourself. Set your affections. Since the enemy is wrapping destruction in what you love, change what you love. It's quiet over here. Set your affections on things above. Love me. Think of me. Let this mind be in you. Y'all not helping me today. God is screaming, change what you love, change what you desire, change your appetite so you can save your soul. Change or die. Some people who feel like they're too far gone, I talk to them. They're sick and they're like, just stop. It's cool. Just give me that cake. I'm all right. I'm all right. And that's how we are spiritually. Like, oh, so if I'm the, all right, I'm not, you're not even willing to reach. The devil is a liar. I said, the devil is a liar. What I mean by the devil is a liar is that he lies to us. He can't lie to God. He doesn't lie to angels. He lies to you. You might as well just chill. You're sick anyway. Just, just let it on. Eat that cake and just go on peacefully to heaven. That's a lie. It's wrong over here. It's going to take too much to get your life together now. Just go ahead and enjoy how you got it now. Live out the rest of your days. You only got just, that's, y'all, it's a lie. And if you have heard anything in that realm, I need you to scream, the devil is a liar. Say it again, the devil is a liar. Get out of my head. Get out of my thoughts. Get out of my heart. Get out of my spirit. I shall live and not die. I shall live and not die. I shall. I ain't going nowhere. I'm snapping out of this thing. I said I'm snapping out of this thing. If you know better, do better. Don't let a lie come between knowing and doing. The devil's lies sound like your thoughts. So I'm trying to tell you. Don't let a lie come between knowing and doing. I'm going to let that sit for a minute. Are y'all hearing me? The lies sound like your normal thoughts. So you think it's you telling you a truth. You think I know me. I ain't going to change. I ain't going to get up every morning and work. I know. You think you know you, but that's the enemy whispering deception in your voice. I feel like running now. He's using you to kill you. That's why you got to dive into the truth. You got to dive into the word of God. You don't have the luxury to miss a day without the truth. Because lies are being spoken to you. I feel the Holy Ghost. Let me calm down. Lies are being consistently spoken to you. You're going to be lonely forever. You, come on, you know, you come on. It sounds just like reasoning. <laughs> it sounds like coming to a resolve. It's just always going to be like, no, it's defeat. Are you hearing me? It's been that way for 10 years. It's been that way 20 years. It's my mom, my dad. You, you call it reasoning. I call it a lie. I don't care if it happened, good God Almighty, in my whole blood. 
flatlined for a hundred years. If it's coming to me, it has to stop. In the tell your neighbor the buck stops here the stress stops here the disease stops here the doubt stops here the poverty stops here how because he said i'm doing a new thing i hope y'all feel me this morning god said i'm doing a new thing if you are that new thing scream yes i'm a new thing i'm a new creature i'm a new thing my family never seen this before my friends never saw this before my city has never seen this before i am a new high five and neighbor say what's up new thing what up new thing give me some what's up new thing get somebody else till you get a new response High five somebody else so you get a new re- What's up, new thing? You ain't the same. You're not normal. You're not random. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are. Sh- you have no idea who you are. You have no idea what's on the inside of you. Because it does not. I feel like I got to chill. High five somebody else and say, what's up, new thing? You ain't normal. You're new. I don't care if your behavior has not yet gotten the memo. Did you hear me? Maybe your behavior has not caught up with your truth. But keep believing. I'm a new thing. Until your thoughts come into alignment. I'm a new creature. Until your walk comes into alignment. I'm a new creature. Until your talk. Y'all not with me. I'm new. I'm new. I'm new. Don't even call me my old nickname. Y'all quiet. Hey, baby boo box cage. I'm not baby. I'm Ty. Don't let them call you who you used to be. They're trying to arrest you to your past and your bondage. But the devil. I said the devil. I said the devil is a liar. I'm sorry, I'm a little excited this morning. Do not let people arrest you to bondage with words. I'm new. I don't see it yet, but I'm new. I don't feel it yet, but I'm new. My behavior, but I'm new. Everything is different. <laughs> One more time, somebody scream, I'm new. new. Oh, yeah, I like that new praise. I like that. If you're new, that means your praise is new. Can I see somebody give them a new praise if you're new for real? All right, we're getting old school. Got the organ going. I'm trying to relax. I'm brand new. Somebody be like, oh my God, you acting new. Thank you. That's the biggest compliment I got this year. If they say you acting new, just rejoice in their face. Don't even respond for, oh my God, you acting new. (gasps) Don't even respond first. Rejoice first. Look at your neighbor and say, yes, I am new. Thank you for noticing. I've been working on it all week. I've been working on it since he changed me. 
I've been working on it since he saved me. I'm glad you noticed. You're one of the closest people to me and I appreciate the compliment. Somebody scream like you're doing here. Y'all have no clue why he's running, I do. So let him run. I know why he's running. And if you knew, you'd probably run right behind him. Because you don't know like I know what the Lord has done for me. And if God has done anything for anybody else besides him, I need you to get a little radical. Get a little unconventional. Get a little loud. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I said if he's blessed you, get a little loud in here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm just thinking of what he brought me out of. I'm just thinking of what he brought me through. I'm just thinking of what he brought me over. I don't need you to celebrate for me. I got my own praise. Because when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me without warning my soul. Ah, I got to stop. I got to stop. I got to stop. I got to stop. Ah. My soul cries out hallelujah. Without warning, I just praise him. Let me give y'all this. How? Oh! Hallelujah. I feel gratitude in the room. Anybody grateful for all God has done? If you're not grateful, here's your moment to be quiet. If you are grateful, here's your moment to rejoice. Thank him. Thank him for his marvelous works. Praise him. I said praise him. Praise him. I got 10 minutes, I'm just gonna flow. The Bible says. Praise him. When the Holy Ghost fell, go to the next. What should I do? All right, Mr. Relax, relax, relax. Your call, I'm almost done. Whew. Bring it down for a minute. (laughs) 
as, as you deal with subduing, it's almost impossible to subdue and not separate. It's almost impossible to keep your grass cut and not separate from the things that makes the grass grow. So grass is now your cravings and let's say ungodly desires that grows out of control. For some, it grows into the area of pedophilia. They let their cravings grow beyond the boundaries to the point of molesting little kids. It's a heinous crime. We hate it. I get it, y'all. But maybe someone in here has dealt with that, molested their little niece or something like that. There's healing for you. Be free in the name of Jesus. Don't be guilty or ashamed anymore. His blood was shed to cover even that. So just because the culture holds it as a higher sin, it's the same as lying to God. To God. So be free if you were the molester. But what I'm saying is people let their cravings go out of control to the point where you're desiring little kids. And that's just sexual appetite, right? So if that's my grass, I must separate myself from others that do it or from, from, from those who I'm tempted to molest. To keep the grass cut, I got to separate. You understand what I'm saying? My thoughts, I can't keep listening to music that encourages sex drive, if that's my thing. If that's my grass, why would I keep listening to booty shaking? Why would I keep, why? So we subdue and the grass grow back the same hour. Because we fill our minds and ears with what caused it to grow in the first place. God caused it. Be ye holy. <laughs> Separation is called holiness. A call to Christ is a call of separation. If anyone will come after me, let him first deny. Right? That's the flesh. That's subduing. Take up your cross. Accept the fact that you're going to suffer in the journey. That's what take up your cross means. Just because you're chilling with Jesus don't mean you ain't going to take no hits. It got this quiet on this side. Cause y'all, Anybody who saved and still took some hits? Okay, I wanted y'all to say amen on that part. <laughs> Deny your flesh, because that's going to keep rising. Take up your cross. Just accept that you're going to take some hits. And follow me. That's separation from wherever you were. A call to follow Christ is a call of separation. We try to follow God like this. And we stay exactly where we are. Peter followed Jesus, the Bible says, afar off. When he got arrested and beat up, Peter was scared. All the disciples scattered. I'm almost done, y'all. Peter followed afar off. 
Close enough to see where he is, but far enough not to be associated. How many Christians are following him? Afar off. Oh, I know what God is doing. I know how he's moving, but I'm not. I'm far enough to not be associated with him. And when you follow that far, you're subjected to lies and a lower level living. Aren't you the one? No, I ain't with him. Because you're so far, now you're subjected to other temptations that you wouldn't have had had you been close to him. Are you with him? No, I ain't with him. You lied three times and the last time you started cussing to prove chill with Jesus because your talk your speech betrays you <laughs> ain't that strong your, your speech your speech is not lining up with what you're saying you talk like them and you don't even know it y'all trying to be down with the world the world know you a church boy they know you a church girl I don't and you try to shake it harder and they like she's so cute she'll be in church Friday night for you service and you're like, no, I ain't. You try to shake it off. I ain't about to do that mess. But y'all know what I'm talking about. You see my twerk? <laughs> they know you say you in the club like. <laughs> Telling the DJ to play Fantasia because she's sounding the closest to praise and worship. I love you, girl. Hey, DJ, you got Fred Hammond, I mean Fantasia? They know you saved. You're so saved, you have to try to be down. Tell your neighbor, I'm so up. I gotta try to be down. Stop trying to be down. Your speech betrays you. No, it don't. The mother, father, and the father, son, and that, and the Holy Ghost. So he started cussing. All because he followed afar off. You wouldn't have been, even been subjected to those communicate to that conversation had you been as close as we should have been. We wouldn't even have to address abortion. Yeah, let's talk. That's on a level beneath the law. Mm -hmm. If you live by the sword, you die by that rule. So the abortion thing, and we know it's crazy. This is my body. Women is like, you can't tell me what to do in my body. Get it. Check. Got it. That's life. That's the life. I'm pro-life. Don't kill the life. Check. Got it. I'm on both sides. Hallelujah. Love y'all. We don't even have to have that conversation if we do things God's way. Uh-oh. Hold on, hold on. Some people get raped. Some people get molested by family members. I'm not being insensitive to the, to the unique cases of pregnancy. Unique cases of pregnancy. Unique. But the church's posture should always be the word of God. I see pastors in courtrooms fighting for the abortion. And I'm like, yo. 
We're basically saying, oh, we know we're going to have sex. Like, we're going to fornicate. We're going to do that. But let us choose what we do. What? How can we dismiss his law to try to fix the world's law? Okay. I understand both arguments. I'm saying it won't even have to be ours. We don't have to engage in that if we didn't follow afar off. Do it God's way. Don't have sex till you're married. But that's such a, give me this, give me this, give me this, give me this, give me this. Grab this, DJ, grab this, grab this, grab this, grab this. Go the other way. Go the other way. Jason, grab this other side. Go, 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 go. Here. Stay, stay in the middle. Stay in the middle. Put the flag in the middle. No, no, go over there, actually. Go over there. Go over there. Y'all both go over there. No, you both go over there. Both go over there. Have y'all ever played tug of war? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. We're born in sin. Don't roll it up. Keep it, keep it loose as you can. Born in sin. Grab the end of it all the way at the end. Right? So sex is normal. Everybody's Netflixing and chilling. It's regular. We're all over here. It's normal. What do you mean? You about to marry him and you ain't live with him first? Everybody test drives. Yeah, this, this is... We all know it as if it's in the Bible. It's in the culture. And we live by that instead of the kingdom. This is what I'm trying to preach today. But God's way, now go. God's way, I wish it was a little longer. Don't know. Now, a tug of war, you kind of fight them. So, yeah, don't just kind of like act like you're kind of pulling against. Okay, go. Go ahead, DG. Now, pull. Pull. I'm going to see who's stronger for real. All right, all right, wait, wait, stop playing. Stop, y'all. Y'all getting serious. Hold on, hold on, stop. Stop, boys. I'm not playing with y'all. Oh, my God. Subdue, subdue, subdue. Did y'all see that? And then he got his boys up there. Let's go, DG. Get him, get him. No, don't get him. It's an example for pastor. Y'all not really against each other. I ain't never like you anyway. I never liked you. I never liked you. Pastor was in the spirit. <laughs> anyway, stop playing. I wish it was a little longer, but let me do this. He ain't going to do that to his pastor. You better not. Hold it all the way out. So we're born in sin, right? Come this way. Come this way, son. Come all the way back over here. Come back all the way back over here, right? So the goal is to get the flag where? On your side. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So God is like, in this culture, don't have sex. Keep going, DJ. Now you don't want to pull it. <laughs> Keep going. So God's way is don't have sex until you're married. That's like, <gasps> it's so exaggerated. But if we follow it, we'll at least come to the middle. If someone slaps you, turn the other cheek. That's, that's way. But it's better than being way. So if I follow him, I'll at least come to a sensible balance to live peaceably with all men. I may never reach that goal until I, you understand what I'm saying? 
But the point is to give in it, not exaggerate, but to give such a kingdom perspective that's so counterculture that when I go towards it, I come to a place of balance in my life. We don't even go towards it because it's too far. God wants it to be far for, from you. A, so you know you need him. Let me let y'all go. Let me let y'all go. I'll, I'll do that later. I'll, I'll do that. So, everybody say holiness. holiness. I'm done after this. Let me make this point. I'm not done, but I'm going to stop after this. Go to the, uh, the first scripture. I didn't say a scripture yet. I'm so sorry. Come out. Come out from among them and be ye separate. Whoa, who wants to do that? Says the Lord, touch not the unclean thing and I will receive you. Whoa, so when you separate yourself, I receive you. God is like, you got too much company already. You don't need me. Your house is packed. Your heart is packed. You separate yourself, I receive you. Now we see God as the responder and not the initiator. God is waiting to respond to you. When you separate, he receives you. And I'll be a father to you. And you should be my son, saith the Lord. The challenge with holiness, and I'm done. Let me close this up. The challenge of holiness is the thing he's calling us out of, like I said, still exists. It's kind of like a mom calling you. Hey, mom, what's up? Girl, it's time to come home. Mom, you hear the music in the background. You know this party's jumping. It's way lit. You gonna tell me to come home now? You gonna tell me to come out from among this? Yes. The party is not gonna subside for you to obey. I gotta, I gotta go. Tell your neighbor, obey while it's rocking. God calls you out of a relationship, even if y'all ain't got a problem, we gotta have a conversation. It's not about the condition of what you're in. It's about the obedience. To the Father. I don't know what else to say, Lord. I don't know what else to say. What you want me to say? Okay. What do you, what do you want me to say? Okay. I'm going to end it right here. He says, if you love me, keep my commandment. Go to that one, the third slide. And I'm going to end it here-ish. We have to go. If you love me, keep my commandments. God's love language is obedience. His love language. The way he knows you love him is if you obey him. Everybody standing. I'm about to end this. Y'all help me when it stands. If you love me, keep my commandments. Because we're looking. No, go back. Go back. Go back. Not y'all. The scripture. The priest, we are now the priest, right? The priest violated my law and have profaned my holy things. Be holy. Holy means separated for the use of God. God wants you to be separated. Not, see, in the old school church took this literally. Don't go to where they drink there. You separate, you holy. Not physically all the time. Mentally. In my processing, I don't think like you do. I don't reason like you do. I could be chilling at a barbecue with all my ratchet gangbanger family members. That don't mean I'm not holy. My decisions are different than theirs. 
My responses are different than theirs. I could be, well, I ain't going to say where I could be chilling at. I could be anywhere and be holy. Because how could Jesus chill with sinners and be holy? His thoughts were different. His ways were different. He was an example of righteousness to the ratchetness. In the world, but not of it. Yes. But they have profaned my holy things. They have put, uh uh-oh. The church has put no difference between the holy and the profane. Neither have they showed a difference between the clean and the unclean. And they have hid their eyes from my Sabbath, and I am profane among them. Profane means secular. Profane means regular or normal or just frivolous. It's whatever. The people of God has brought God's holiness down to a familiar level. Jesus is my homeboy. I understand all that. I'm a friend of God. All that. I get it. But when we bring down his holiness and put no difference and reverence, Now I'm profane among them, amongst the unbelievers. Now God is regulated. Now they cuss before they they say his name before they cuss because he's not holy. Now I'm profane among everybody at your job because you don't treat me holy in front of your co-workers. Now your family members have no respect for me because you don't put a difference between me and your uncle that got money. You made me secular. You made me regular and normal. Now we say holy S. And that's normal. They cuss and they say his name instead of cussing. Jesus Christ. But they're not calling on him. Come on, y'all. They profane his holiness. That's the number one commandment. Don't take the name of the Lord in vain. Are we just calling him like he's a cuss word? God is beneath a name. He's a cuss word in our society. Nobody says, Mother Ty. They don't put my name with cuss words. I got a little more respect than God does in the culture. They don't take my attributes and put it to a cuss words. Energetic S. But they take his attribute. Holy sh- Come on, y'all. The people of God have to honor his name. Reverence his holiness. Oh, man, never mind. I'll talk about it some more. We made it regular, normal, and profane. Now nobody respects it, not even us. When the Bible in Isaiah 6, I'm going to get to this. I promise I'm going to get to this. I said it Wednesday, I'll get to it. But I'll get to it this Wednesday. You can play so I can be quiet. In Isaiah chapter 6, y'all. Ah, thank you for that. In my for real final closing... The for real final. (laughs) Is there a game on tonight? Tomorrow. Tomorrow? (laughs) In Isaiah chapter 6, when the king died, 
Isaiah said, I saw the Lord. High and lifted up. His glory. His train filled the temple. I'm going to explain it. When the king died, I saw the Lord. Sometimes things that are valuable and important to us have to die. Not physically. I mean as far as value in our lives. We, gotta, we hold things in high regard to the point where we can't see God. When the king died, I saw the Lord. High lifted up. His train filled the temple. Train represents his grace and his goodness. When he showed Moses his back, he chose to fill the temple with his goodness. He chose to fill the church with his grace. Seraphims fly one to another. They flying, right? He's seeing these seraphims with wings they covered their face. I can't wait to talk about this. Two wings they covered their face. Two wings they flew. Two wings they covered their feet. I can't wait. They was crying one to another, Holy! Yeah, they were, they're beasts. Yeah, these angels got like four faces. Beasts. Holy! 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 It's the Lord! Holy! Holy! Woo! Around the throne. Around the throne. They're crying, holy. 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 I said it before, but studies say every time they circle the throne, they see another side of God. <laughs> so it's not robotic. They holy. Holy. Every time they circle them, they see something different. Y'all quiet. Holy. When you see God differently, you worship him differently. Holy. Oh, somebody scream holy. Can't wait to break that down. But in Jewish or Hebrew culture, there's a cool thing they do to place emphasis on words. If we wanted to place emphasis, we'll highlight it, we'll underline it. Jewish, Hebrew tradition, they would state it twice. Jesus said, verily, verily. I say unto you, which means truly, truly. Or it means amen, amen, which means amen, amen. Which means this is true. He would say, verily, verily. That's how Jesus placed emphasis by saying it twice. Old Testament, rejoice in the Lord always. Again I say. They place emphasis. Again I say, rejoice. When I say it twice, I really mean it. It's true. The culture even does it. Oh, you serious, serious. Oh, you preaching, preaching today, Pastor. When you say it twice, you mean it, mean it. One attribute. One characteristic. One personal attribute of God made it to the third dimension of being mentioned three times. The Bible never said he's merciful, merciful, merciful. The Bible never said he's good, good, good. The Bible never said that he's kind, kind, kind. 
but the only attribute that made it to the third dimension is holy, holy, holy. He's holy live above everything else. He's separated above everything else. He's in a class of his own. Above everything else, he can do what nobody else separated we can be in a class of our own and separated with your spirit through your Holy Ghost power father we receive the anointing to live holy lives in the name of Jesus everybody say amen, amen. clap your hands for Jesus everybody all right go to that last scripture and I'm going home take this from me what you singing go ahead it's okay, it's okay. It's just things. Listen, it says, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, the Spirit filled the room, and they began to speak with other tongues. I just want y'all to see what they were saying. They were speaking in all these languages, Parthia, Media, Elam, all those languages heard. The Bible says, but we hear these men telling in our own languages the great things God has done. So the Holy Ghost came upon them and they started speaking in tongues. They weren't casting out demons. They didn't address any problems. In tongues, they were speaking the great things God has done. Can we do that in English? Can we talk about the great things God... And when they were talking about the great things, they drew the whole city. Just talking about how great God is in their language. Speak somebody's language and talk about how good God is. I'm, I'm going to pray that the Holy Ghost fills us in the name of Jesus. My prayer, I'm not going to do a prayer line today. I'm just going to pray. The Bible says the Holy Ghost filled the place where they were sitting. They were waiting, 120 of them waiting there. Waiting. Waiting. We have to learn the art of waiting. What if we shut down just seven days, Sunday to Sunday, waiting on God, Right? No secular music. I mean, just, just holy, just separate ourselves from drama, from dysfunction, from ratchetness, from Sunday to Sunday. Can you imagine what we will experience next Sunday? Did, did y'all hear what I just said? 
this week, this week, let's wait. He said, Jesus, when he was about to, I'm so full. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm shutting up. Amen. Amen. Jesus said, don't leave Jerusalem. Wait for the comforter. Waiting is a part of kingdom character. That's counterculture too. Wait on the Lord. Wait on him. I'm not, I'm not moving from this place of belief. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm praying. I'm communicating, but I'm waiting. I'm not moving from this place in my spirit. Can we wait on the Lord this week? Live. I challenge you. I'm going to do it. Let's shut down anything anti-Christ. Music, conversation, movies, one week. Last week I asked, or a couple of weeks ago, I said, let's devote some time. Now let's just shut it down. I want to see what happens in our midst when we've been waiting on God. And then the sound of a rushing mighty wind is going to hit this place. And we're all going to be filled. We're filled. Somebody say, I'm filled right now. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost. God told me. Your mouth always speaks what the heart is full of. They spoke in tongues because their heart was full of the spiritual things. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. I believe if we shut down this week, focus on God, concentrate on him intently, that we will fill our hearts with him. Fill our hearts with his spirit. Fill our hearts with his ways. And by the time we come back Sunday, our mouths will begin to speak. I'm not even saying in tongues, but we'll begin to experience such a level of his holiness. Will y'all accept the challenge with me? If you can't do it, I wonder what's wrong with you. What's wrong? I thought you were saved. You can't pull out the world for seven days. I know you still got to go to work. You still got to deal with co-workers and bosses and some of us children and all of that stuff. I'm not talking about that. I mean, within yourself, I'm waiting on the Lord. And Father, we thank you for being a very present help in times of trouble. We give you the glory, praise, and honor in Jesus' name. Anyone who's not saved in here, receive the Spirit of the Lord now. Receive change right now in your heart. Change, repent, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. It's not too late. No matter how bad you messed up, God loves you and he's waiting on you to come to him. In the name of Jesus, be free, be whole, be healed, and be saved. Everybody say, Lord Jesus, you are Lord of my life. Clap your hands and say amen, everybody. Hey! I'm hearing this. Um, the scripture Psalms 1, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. So the scripture is saying that when you stop walking, this is a race. If you stop walking, then you're becoming like a sinner. If, you, if you're standing, then you're becoming unrighteous. If you're sitting, then you're totally done. We should always be walking in the journey. We should never stop. We should never sit and act like the world. He said, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in that law do if he meditate day and night. That's what he's talking about. 
And only then you'll be a tree planted by the rivers of water, meaning you don't need a person to water you. When you're planted by the rivers of water, your roots, you're watered by the river. It's just you're continually watered. That's that way your leaves are always green and whatsoever you do, it shall prosper. So be planted, meditate day and night so that you can be planted by the rivers of water. That way you'll always be watered. You don't have to look on the outside to be watered. You'll always be watered through the spirit of the Lord. Amen. That's all I want to say. Amen. I love that. Most trees have to be watered by the rain on the outside. But when you're planted by the rivers, you're always nourished from the roots. I love that. And walk, stand, sit. Blessed the man that walketh not, standeth and sit. I like that. The slow progression to stop. Let's reverse that. Let's go from sitting to standing to walking. Amen. To running this race. Father, we meditate on your word this week in the name of Jesus, and we're expecting you to show up. They weren't just waiting on something. For, they were expecting you to move. We wait with expectancy, and they that wait on the Lord, they that serve the Lord, not just sit, but serve, that's what waiting is, shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I speak strength to everyone under the sound of my voice. Be strengthened in the name of Jesus. Have peace in the name of Jesus. Every home is provided for. Every home is protected. Every house is filled with the Spirit of God. In the name of Jesus, somebody say amen. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.